0: Okay, here we are. Um, Tuesday, August twenty or shoot, August thirtieth. Back, John Gooch here after my. Maybe we'll make this a weekly thing. Who knows? Um, but I'm going to be uh, doing giving giving these our loyal listeners my college football preview. I'm not going to be going super in depth. I'll be giving out my conference championship game. And a sleeper team and an overrated team, or maybe not overrated, but a fade a fade team and a buy team in each of the Power 5 conferences. I'm sorry. I wish I could do Group of 5 previews. I'm not a hater or elitist. I just don't have the time to really dig deep on those Group of 5 teams, and I don't want to do them a disservice by just um, not really knowing what I'm talking about. So we are going to... And then I'm going to give uh, my Week 1 picks. So... We're back, man. We're, this is this is fun. I like doing this. It's impromptu. I don't plan it out, but I had a little free time, and it's Tuesday evening here, and I am feeling like talking some college ball. So we'll start. And this is all off the top of my head, so bear with me. Um, we will start in the Pac-12, the worst Power Five conference. I will be picking the Utah Utes to play the UCLA Bruins in the Pac-12 championship. Uh, We'll have Utah winning that game. And my sleeper team in the Pac-12 would be Oregon State. I think they will overperform this year. My fade team in the Pac-12 would be Arizona State. And they're a popular fade pick. I'm going to jump right on that bandwagon and say that there will be a changing of the guard at Arizona State um, after this year. Herm Edwards, the whole nine yards. Um, so I got Utah winning against UCLA in the Pac-12 championship. Utah finishing with one or two losses. Haven't really mapped up their schedule that specifically, but they're either going to be 11-2 or 12-1 and one after that game <clears throat> and will most likely be in contention for a playoff berth, which I will give my playoff picks after, after this preview. Um, moving forward to... Let's go Big 12. No divisions. Um, I'm going to say the Big 12 championship is between the Baylor Bears and the Oklahoma Sooners. and I'm going to take Baylor in that game. I'm going to say Baylor finishes as a three-loss Big 12 champion. Um, My sell team in the Big 12 Hmm, would be Oklahoma State. Losing their defensive coordinator, Spencer Sanders. I know he's got a lot of experience, but they lost their back. Warren, I think the defense will be solid, but a lot of people have very high expectations for Oklahoma State. I like Gundy, but I do not think they will be re- reaching the heights they did last year. Um, my buy team in the Big 12 is obviously West Virginia. I don't really think I need to explain that based on things I've said not only in my uh, preview last week but throughout the season in my podcast with my fellow podcasters, Tommy and Adam, about the Mountaineers. Um, Moving on, let's go over to the ACC. I'm going to say the ACC championship game is between Clemson and Miami. Uh, The only reason I'm picking Miami is because I don't think UNC is ready. I definitely think Pitt is overrated. Virginia, new coach. Uh, I don't know. I I don't have the nuts to pick Virginia to win that division. I think Miami is the best overall package in that division. I like Cristobal a lot. I know it's year one. Van Dyke's probably overrated, but I still think that is not going to be a tremendously difficult division to win. Clemson on the other side, I just think it comes down to them and NC State, barring a sleeper team coming out of nowhere, I think Clemson takes care of business, finishes the season with one loss, and beats Miami in the ACC championship, clinching their berth in the college football playoff. Um, My sell team in the ACC, Pitt, Uh, shouldn't really come as a surprise. I've kind of ragged on Pitt a lot, so um, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but a lot of people really like Pitt. I've seen their win total go down, so maybe I'm not in the minority of opinion, but uh, I'm not I'm not super high on Pitt this year. I think they're going to take a step back. After winning the ACC championship last year, my buy team in the ACC would be Louisville. I think Louisville is a team that could win up to eight or nine games this year, honestly depending on the playoff quarterback Malik Cunningham who I think is extremely dynamic but highs come with lows with Cunningham and half throughout his career which is why Louisville has struggled for the most part in the Scott Satterfield era but I still think Louisville is going to be a sleeper team by team in the ACC okay so I've got The Big Ten and then the SEC. So the Big Ten, I'm going to say, I hate to do it, Ohio State is going to play Minnesota in the Big Ten championship. Uh, Minnesota's my sleeper team as well. I I expect big things from Minnesota this year. I think P.J. Fleck is a great coach. I do not think they have the uh, facilities to pull off the upset in the Big Ten championship. I think a one-loss Ohio State Buckeyes team, Wins the Big Ten championship. Hope I'm wrong about that. Would love nothing more than to see Ohio State fall flat on their face this year. But seemingly the defense is being fixed by Knowles, the defensive coordinator aforementioned <clears throat> from Oklahoma State. If that is the case, this team will have will be tough to beat. It will be very tough to beat. Um, my bye team, I said, Minnesota, man. Pretty high in Minnesota. I think they can win nine games this year. Uh, just like what they're bringing to the table this year. Got Muhammad coming back from injury. Tanner Morgan, a seasoned vet. He's been playing college football for quite a while now. Um, and I just think people are overlooking Minnesota. Cell team in the Big Ten. This is kind of a lame pick, but man, Indiana. I think Indiana is going to be the worst team in the Big Ten. Uh, and they're going to have to kind of rebuild completely. I liked Basilac a lot last year, but he does not perform well when he's under pressure, and Indiana's O-line is pretty bad. And just as a consolation, because I picked Minnesota to um, go to the Big Ten Championship, I'll, I'll say Illinois is a, is a buy team. I know we all saw what they did to Wyoming. I don't think that changed my opinion too much on them, um, but I like Illinois this year to maybe turn some heads, maybe make a bowl game. Maybe win seven games. Who knows? Um, SEC. Uh, I'm going to take the chalk SEC championship. Alabama, Georgia. I think Alabama goes undefeated this year. I think Georgia has one loss in this game. And I think Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC championship and remains undefeated. Uh, it sucks to say because, you know, I think there's parity in college football, but it, it's hard to argue against the non believers when Alabama is uh, as perennially. Uh, incredibly good as they have been and as much of a dynasty as they are but it just is what it is they're the best dynasty in college football history and um, you got to enjoy watching it to a certain extent this is a team that also has a chip on their shoulder I think so as weird as that might be to hear too this is a team that I think is going to be very hungry this year and that is the reason why I think they're going to go undefeated my cell team in the SEC the Kentucky Wildcats I see people out here predicting Kentucky to win nine, ten games. I'm not a Will Levis guy. I think Kentucky ends up winning seven games, maybe eight. Um, my buy team, Mississippi State Bulldogs. Love Mike Leach. Like Will Rogers, like what they can do offensively. I think Mississippi State is going to rise the occasion this year. I think Mississippi State might be the team to knock off Georgia and give them that one loss um, this year. So that's my buy team in the SEC. Uh, playoff predictions, Alabama over Utah and Ohio state over Clemson and Alabama over Ohio state. And then everyone on Twitter and on ESPN starts talking about how, or about how Alabama is the best team in college football history. We love to hear that, don't we? But I think it's going to happen again this year. So those are my predictions. Um, I hope I'm right about everything except for Ohio state and that Michigan is the team. That replaces Ohio State in everything I said, but I don't know. I think Michigan's going to be great this year. I think Michigan could be better this year than they were last year. I just think Ohio State is really tough to pick against right now, and I hate to to go sheep mode and join the herd, um, but I just think Ohio State is going to be very difficult to beat, and they didn't lose that much, even with losing Garrett Wilson and Olave. Still have their best receiver in Smith and Jigba, I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to be good. Still waiting to see from Julian Fleming what he can bring to the table, but he was a highly touted prospect. Travion Henderson is an incredibly good running back. I'm lower than market on Stroud. I still think in this conference he's probably the best quarterback. If not the best, he's top two, top three. Um, And that just goes to show that I'm lower than market on him by even considering that he's not the best quarterback in the conference. But that's kind of my logic on Ohio State. Anything can happen in the horseshoe. Um the last game of the season, but I'm picking them to go to the championship. Um, so those that's my preview. Those are my predictions. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, and we'll see how I fare, um, let's move over to some bets I've made. Uh, again, as I said last week, I would have made more bets if I was in Michigan. I'm too stubborn, man. I mean, I, I could have gotten Louisville minus three at Syracuse, and now it's four. I probably should just like, Take it and stop being uh, stubborn about it, but I haven't taken it yet. I would give that pick out. I probably will take it, so I'll start there, even though I haven't made that bet. I want to be clear, but I'm going to. Louisville minus four now at Syracuse. I think Louisville wins that game. I took, uh, I'm going to repeat myself from last episode. I hope you guys don't mind. West Virginia plus seven. It's now seven and a half. I'm chasing the friggin' steam. I put another unit down plus seven and a half, man. Give me the Mountaineers. I'm, I'm, this is this is a John Gooch season opener kind of game where I'm like kind of putting my my sack on the table a little bit here. Excuse the language because I know the back judge is a PG show. But when I see this line move up and, and I, with how much I've been fading Pitt this offseason and how much I like West Virginia, uh, maybe you guys should run in the opposite direction because I'm getting emotional about it. But I think West Virginia plays it really close. I think West Virginia wins the game. So I've got two units, one on West Virginia 7, one on West Virginia 7.5, and and I got one on West Virginia on the money line. Um, Rice plus 35 against USC. Central Michigan plus 21 at Oklahoma State. Michigan minus 27 versus Colorado State. Uh, I did pretty well my other episode with North Texas and Illinois. So I'm 2-0 on those. Beautiful. Like to start that way. Hopefully we can keep that rolling. Uh, I'm taking Illinois at Indiana. I'm taking Illinois money line, um, and plus three. If you can get over three, that's phenomenal. Take it. I'm going to lay the three points with the LSU Tigers against Florida State on, I believe, Sunday night. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay that, and uh, that I think wraps up my week one bets. Um, might make a few more, and you guys won't know about them, because you won't believe me if I say I won next week. And if I lose, I probably just won't talk about them. Um, just kidding. I probably should should talk about them if I lose. That was that was kind of a joke, but um, I will try to be as clear as possible about. I'm gonna go over the slate right now, real quick, just to see if there's anything I might I'm thinking about leaning in. You know, I don't know for sure, but let's see. Yeah, I'm seeing Central Michigan up to 22. I would take that. I'm not going to dive back in on that, but I would take it. West Virginia West Virginia, 7.5. That's basically the, the, the market saying, you know what, Gooch, you're wrong. You're wrong, man. And they're testing me. And I'm like a smoking gun. I just can't wait. I can't wait for that game. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thursday is going to be a lot of fun. I lean Penn State minus 3.5. I can't take the 3.5 now. I, that's, that's a sit back and enjoy game. I think it's going to be a crazy atmosphere in West Lafayette. And I like O'Connell a lot, the quarterback for Purdue. So I'm not going to bet against them. Some of these big spreads, man, like, I don't know. You know, I, I, I lean underdog in a lot of these games, and maybe that's the amateur in me, but uh, I think some of these games might be closer than the market is indicating. But, yeah, I like Illinois plus three. I like Illinois money line. I think they go into Indiana and win that game, especially with the game underneath their belt. Um, TCU Colorado, way too late on the party on, to the party on that one. TCU was like an eight a month ago. Should have gotten it then. Not touching it. Staying away from North Carolina App State. Um, yeah, like likely in the points with Michigan. I think Michigan's going to put a whooping on Colorado State in the big house. I think those guys are real ready to come out and play. Really looking forward to Cincinnati, Arkansas. Not going to bet it. If I had to, I would probably take Cincinnati. Especially if that thing gets up to seven. Um, I would definitely consider that. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Late to the party on Arizona. Not touching either of the big boy games in Oregon, Georgia, or Notre Dame, Ohio State. Just don't want a part of those. Um, I think, you guys, I think I think this pretty much wraps it up. I don't want to, again, I don't want to get horny here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be laying the points with Utah. It's just late, though, you know? It's like, do I want to lay three now? It was one all offseason, and now i got to lay three. So I don't know. That's a 50-50. If you're leaning in that direction already and you're listening to this, go ahead and pull the trigger on Utah. If you can get it under three, I'm I'm gonna sit back. I got the I got the season total over. I can just enjoy that as a quasi-closet Ute fan that I am. Um, okay, okay, we're looking. Yeah, I think that does it. I think that does it. Yep, Louisville for sure gonna fire on Louisville minus four. That thing is moving away from me. And you know what? I'm going to add Oregon State minus 2.5 to the card. I'm going to add Oregon State minus 2.5. That's a fun bet, man. I like I like the Beavers, dude. I like the Beavers. Boise State coming to town. That's an awesome game. That's a great game. I'm really looking forward to that. That's 7.30 Pacific. It would be very late if I was still living on the East Coast. Um, that's a fun game. I'm looking forward to that. I will be betting Oregon State minus two and a half. I'll be adding that to the card. I'll be adding Louisville minus four to the card. That wraps it up, everybody. Thank you for listening. Tight 15, 20-ish. Get used to it. I'm going to be trying to do this every week if I can. And if I miss a week, um, it's just because I'm busy, man. I'm trying to make moves in this world, in this life. So hope you guys are all doing the same. And have a pleasant Tuesday night, Wednesday, whenever you're listening to this. And let's enjoy these games on Thursday. It's going to be a lot of fun. So look forward to that. Talk soon.